top of the Friday evening to you all. It is Thursday, not Thursday, but Friday. It's an extra special night to ruin your weekend with an extra special guest. I'd like to join everybody in welcoming Mr. John Ware and Ray Ito. John, Ray, how are you guys doing this evening? Great, how are you? Well, yeah. Happy to be here. Ray, take it away. You, you know, Ware is a is an interesting character in the uh, the turf world, especially online. So maybe you can start at the beginning of your days on uh, the lawn, not the lawnforum.com, but back in the uh, oh, what's the one that you were on for lawn care that you and Matt met on? Help me out here. Oh, lawn site, lawn site, site. yeah, yeah, <laughs> because. Uh, where do you have any recollection of uh lawn site because that was uh mostly for the pros or the people in the business yep, absolutely absolutely uh you know i did a lot of research on on lawn site early on um but yeah it was mm -hmm. geared more toward pros than, than diys so yeah and didn't engage yeah. as, as much there right right and uh incidentally uh you heard the story about how Matt Martin was stalking me on lawn site since like 2007 or 2008. And mm -hmm. uh, he finally, uh, it culminated in him uh, inviting me on to one of his, uh, I guess, uh, Sunday shows. And uh, the rest was history. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So here yeah. I am. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Weir. Yeah. Uh, Yes, same with uh, same with Demay. Mm -hmm. He uh, so I was a member of another forum before I, before I started the lawn forum, and uh, Demay was a, a member there, and uh, had uh, had a lot of respect for him early on in some of his uh, engagements on that forum. Right, that was, right. I don't know. I, back to 2012, 2013 maybe. I've been following him. So, man, man, but. Uh... So, so do tell, uh, in another time, you had about 8,000 square feet of what I consider almost golf-quality turf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, moved from the lawn, my, my old house. We had about 8,000 square feet of, of TIF 419 or whatever mutation of TIF 419. The local, local sod farm is... Uh, is growing uh, and uh, mm -hmm. turned it into pretty nice, turned it into pretty nice lawn. You've seen pictures. So what is, what is your current uh, lawn or uh, grass story? Because uh, in the pre-show uh, I heard something about three acres of uh, open area. Yeah. Yeah. So we've, uh, we've scaled up to from 8,000 square feet to about three and a half acres. Um, it was a uh, it was a pasture land, uh, basically a hayfield mm -hmm. before we uh, before we built the house here. Um, they say the uh, the farmer that had this, you know, that back into the um, 1960s, 70s, um, at one point sprigged it with coastal Bermuda, uh, so there's still a lot right. of that left over. Uh, so I'm gonna have to right. figure out what we're well, what we're gonna well, do with that long term. Well, coastal Bermuda is something that i'm kind of familiar with because that becomes kind of a contaminant from you know actual 
cattle, uh, livestock, whatever, uh, because then the seeds then blow into a you know maintained lawn, and then we're off to the races. But yeah. Yeah. I do know something about coastal Bermuda. It's it's beautiful How's at it? about twelve inch. It's a, it's beautiful at about twelve to eighteen inches. <laughs> Or it makes really good makes 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 really good hay. Or alternately, twelve to eighteen inches. I came in on the it, wrong comment. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all up, are making man? me feel like less of a man here. How's everybody uh, doing? I was talking. We were to, we're talking about something uh, something other than that. I mean, uh, we're, we're not into measuring contests. <laughs> Yeah, we were gonna. No, like that, that, uh, that was just something that's like gonna that. come. It's the next thing that Sean's gonna, Sean Smith's gonna send you from Amazon.com. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bear with me here. Yeah, I'm trying no, to yeah, you're these yeah. In my life. Y'all, y'all you're you're fine. Going. Ignore me for a minute. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, fine. So, what about coastal Bermuda, Ray? What is good about it? Is there anything good about it? Uh, livestock and. Rabbits and guinea pigs love it, uh, but you know what's even better about it? You start mowing it at a half inch or lower, you might not see much of it for very long because its main weakness is it hates being mowed low and often, and mm -hmm. it also hates when you combine that low and frequent mowing with a low nitrogen fertilizer program because coastal Bermuda, do you know how they fertilize hay fields, uh, especially Bermuda hay fields, uh, Ryan? What about them? They throw down 111 like Yara after every cutting. Mm. Oh, well, there you go. Right. And, they, and they're targeting like at least a pound of in. Per application. And no, then there's UAN. And then there's okay, UAN. And then there's UAN. And then there's, uh, you know, all kinds of good stuff that, uh, you know, basically tells me that coastal Bermuda is basically very hungry for nitrogen. Sounds like well, how I got I manage Zoja. <laughs> <laughs> Let it starve, right? No, nah, hell no. You got to beat the hell out of it. Show it who's boss. Just get out no, there and scream at don't, it. Don't, don't <laughs> I don't do any of that sissy shit when it comes to Zorja. Man up, hurt it, abuse it, make fun of it, tell it it's ugly. And then, That's what I do to Zorja. That's what wait. I do to Zorja. <laughs> this the is why they call it. I then put a pound of nitrogen on it. Yeah. Oh, so this is why they call it. out of me. <laughs> saw some good looking zoysia today the uh lpga tour stopped at a pinnacle country club in northwest arkansas and got the mm -hmm. zoysia fairways there it was looking pretty good i just saw ray i'll have to sh i'll have to send it to you during the show here but i just saw them putting uh zoysia greens laser zoysia greens oh there you go uh mm -hmm. on a course in houston houston yeah Hey, there you go. What what glass is that in? Why don't you show everybody what glass that's in? Look at this. Ooh. Custom engraved, Thirsty Ooh. Thursday. 
a bottle of uh, Larceny Small Batch, which is the cheapest, decent whiskey I've ever drank. <laughs> Straight to the face after spending the day with my wife and kids, right? <laughs> we love you too. Honey, if you're listening, I love you, baby. <laughs> Please don't hurt me. Yeah. Some of your shit's going to be on fire in the driveway here in the next five minutes. So no big deal. <laughs> I want to go, I want to go way, way back here. So if, uh, for people that don't know John and who he is in the community, what he's done and everything like that is I want to go back. Oh, let's see here. Maybe about eight, eight years, I'm going to say. And there did not, when did the lawn forum get founded? Let's start with that. What, what, what year was that? Uh, January of 17, January of 17. All right. And so preceding that, I believe that you were a member on a, 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 not a competitor. Let's not even go there, but a different forum prior to that. And there were some things that went on there, nothing that was untoward or, or anything like that, but why don't you just take us through like pre 2017 when you founded that. Uh, what events led up to that and what made you decide, you know what, I'm going to start my own thing up and let's just see what happens. Yeah. So, uh, my lawn care journey, I guess, started back in, I don't know, 2010, 2011, 2012. And really got my start just reading, um, a lot of publications that the U of a uh, turf science department put out, um, Joined, uh, I can call it by name because they, they don't get much traffic anymore, but joined Around the Yard and, and in 20, <laughs> around, around 20. Shots fired. Spicy. <laughs> uh, joined that side around 2012, I guess, um, and uh, made, made a lot of, it was a great site, you know, for a long time and, and I made a lot of lifelong friends there. And, and uh, guys that I, I would do anything in the world for. Um, so we, uh, you know, that we, we rode that train for a while and you know, the, the May, you, I think you joined there in what, 2012, 13, probably 13, beginning of 13, 13. I, I happened upon yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So then, you know, it, things started kind of getting toxic around there. And, uh, I think one of the admins over there actually encouraged me to, to start my own forum, start my own <laughs> website. He, he, offered, yep. he actually offered to send me, send me like an idiot's guide to, to websites or something. Um, so I did it. You know, I just uh, I uh, learned learned how to build a forum, and uh, so the rest is history. Not to get too nerdy, what platform do you have you built the long forum on? As far as uh, forum uh, software, it, it's a P PHP BB site, uh, which is okay. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Open source forum software. Yeah, yeah. And I, do you, know, you control your own server, or is it is it I use a shared shared server. Do you? Do you? I'm just yeah. I'm just curious. I haven't. I share, really share don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm trying to pretend <laughs> like I do here. Okay? I don't either. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, faking it till I make it. Yeah, there, there are a lot of you know forum softwares out there, and you know, some are paid, and some are some are free or open source. And, you know, they all kind of have their pros and cons. Um, just kind of found a niche, and uh, you know the sites sites continue to grow since since 2017. And, uh, we get new new members every day. Light traffic. We I think we're you know around fifteen thousand registered members. Um, but the, the site reaches a lot of folks. Um, like our uh, 
Like during a during a peak month, we see about a quarter million visitors a month, unique visitors a month. So the you know, of the fifteen thousand that are registered and they're posting, uh, you know, there are a lot more people reading those posts. I tend to lurk more at the lawn forum than I do participate. I definitely have done my fair share of participation there. It's been a hot minute, but I, I lurk from time to time. When I, mean, I got to come in, I got to check on some old faces too, right? Like yeah. my uh, unwavering love of Ridge Runner, right? I mean, that is, he's, he's <laughs> such a character online and yeah. offline. Um, yeah. I just, I cannot get enough of him. And so if, if he hasn't been present in my day-to-day in quite a while, I, I got to go run his ass down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need someone yeah, to make yeah, fun of me. See in a certain interval <laughs> just to keep me grounded. You know what I mean? And Ridge runner is yep. real good about bringing me back to earth. Yep. 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 He's, he's great at that. Uh, a great resource. And there are a lot of personalities that uh, a lot of great yards on the lawn form. You know, the guys that we see a lot of the yard, a lot of great yards on you know, guys that, that do YouTube, uh, man, there's some amazing yards out there on, on the lawn form. And the, I think the DIY community just, just, just keeps getting better and better. How were you actively trying to, uh, I guess, let me rephrase that. Why do you think the appeal occurred for the lawn forum to uh, tend to, to aggregate these people that take things, uh, to such new levels, right? It's just, if for an online forum, I would argue the lawn forum has an average IQ that is just off the charts compared to 99% of the internet, right? When you think of the internet, you think of, uh, you you know, uh, ridiculous memes and, uh, you know, people eating Tide Pods and things like that. That's not what you find on the lawn forum. You may find the occasional Cane Corso army worm argument, but um, (laughs) that tends to be handled within pretty, pretty well. Uh, Instead of, of, you know, these just, bizarreness you, you tend to find just such high quality people um yeah, yeah. Lead very professional careers online and offline yep yep um you know i think it's it due in part to the kind of the culture we we tried to build there from the very beginning and um you know to make and attest to this from, from some of the other other forms we've been members of but um you know we we, we kind of you know it, it, it's a forum and you know a lot of people uh, prefer that format to to consume um, knowledge and share knowledge. Um, you know, some people like to watch YouTube videos. Some people like to read and, and write posts uh, on forums. Um, but just um, I think maintaining a culture of you know no one there is you know smarter or better than, than anybody else, and you know it's just a place to share knowledge where everybody kind of gets smarter together. And I think that's a uh, a good way to everybody kind of builds each other up and. Just to, to see that community grow is just, just really encouraging. It is. It's it, it restores a lot of faith in humanity. I'll I'll give you that. And you know, to to parse out other ones like on the on the professional side of things, we had lawn site for a long time, right? And you know, we were talking offline about that's where I stalked Ray for many years, um, yeah. lovingly stalked Ray. Kinda, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't as in tune with wanting to dox him at the, uh, 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 at the beginning as much as I was in the, in the later part of it, but for (laughs) non-nefarious reasons, of course. Um, I I, I know, you know, go ahead, go ahead. 
I had that as we were talking earlier in the show, I think when, when it was just Ray and I, you know, I, I would read a lot on the lawn, on lawn site. Um, obviously, you know, it was, it was not really geared toward, toward DIY folks. So I just kind of lurked there. And, uh, there's a lot, you know, a lot of good information to, to pick up. Lawn site though, had a certain edge of, uh, I don't know. It, it, to, to, to me, when, like, if I needed a laugh, I would go to lawn site. If I wanted to learn something, I'd probably go to the lawn forum. You, you, does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Ray, sure. does that make sense to you or am I, am I just stroking off John Ware over here? No, no. <laughs> stroking off. You're, you're telling it uh, as it is because uh, you basically have, uh, you know, your cast of characters and uh, it's almost as if their entire life is a satire. <laughs> okay? <laughs> their entire life is a, is a satire. And it's, it's, it's the, the thing that always got me about over there was just like, you know, you'd read some of the stuff over there. And I don't mean this to be judgmental or crass, but you'd be like, these this person's in business. Like this guy is out here making a living doing this right now. People are paying this individual money to do things for them that clearly they're not qualified to do based on what I'm reading right here. You know, imagine if there was like a whole like neurosurgeon message board and they're like, <laughs> All right. So, do you think I need to shave a scalp first before I go in, or not? What do you think? Like, yep, yep. <laughs> and Ryan, Ryan, we cover this in medical school. Medical school, don't you remember? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because here's here's how scary it is now. Where, you know, the same conversations that I have with people on the lawn forum literally went over the heads of a lot of people on lawn site. You can get really complicated on the lawn forum and there's going to be a member that's like, oh, oh, son, yeah. hang on. You're speaking out of your element here. Let me correct you on that. You know, sorry, <laughs> I have a PhD in such and such, such and such, and you're on the right path, but you're not, you don't know quite what you're talking about. And that, yeah. I'm like, oh boy, ego check. Uh, Th thanks, Papal. Sorry about that. Yeah, I think just the the culture of the of the membership, you know, just the willingness to help. I I see a guy in the chat here. We you know, we had a guy this week that, that posted was asking about steel combi system, and uh, I'm not going to call him by name, but this guy went out and pulled uh, weights and horsepowers and pulled all the specs and uh, summarized it for this for this other member. And it's just really neat to see see people you know reach out and willing to willing to help and, and share knowledge like that. That's uh, my favorite part about the whole thing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, I mean, yeah, it's just based on what we talked about before in, in the site where you came from, right? Where you were basically told to take your ball and go home. And then, you know, you went out and became an NBA superstar of, you know, uh, turf grass forums, you know, whatever. Uh, their loss, right? Yeah. And, yeah, you know, I'm, really, I'm, that's I'm, what that, that was it. That was, you know, I don't know if it was Andy that we're talking about. We'll just go ahead and say his name too. If Andy was the one who cut you, Andy was Michael Jordan's varsity basketball coach to cut him a sophomore year, right? Yeah. Didn't I mean Mike you're, showed that guy? Yeah. yeah, you remember what it was like there, where you know the 
the knowledge was more centralized to to to, to a few people. A lot you of gatekeeping. You had to go to that. You had to go to that person to uh, to get your soul test interpreted. Uh, they would interpret your soul test, but they wouldn't tell you, you know, how they arrived at, at where they did. With, I think the the long form is just more open and 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 sharing the knowledge and, and making sure everybody gets smarter together. It's, uh, it's no. open source of sorts, right? It's like it's Apple versus uh, Android. Yeah. And and it's also, to me, okay. the way I feel about it is that the Lawn Forum is a true democracy and it is for the advancement of science, whereas other sites are more about dogma. And, oh, yeah. And, well, and, and so <laughs> you're, you're four years deep now. What and and I agree that you've created a community of learning of of people getting better, and just trying to share, right? Just always trying to share to help somebody else and do that. Like, is there is there a next step? Is there a next rung on the ladder, or is it just you know continue to you know have this homeostasis, right? Of always being sort of like the preferred source for people to go and pop in and out of as they please, or stay there you know as long as they like. I mean, how do you see this evolving? right over the next four or five years? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I, I never expected to get it, get as big as it has. Um, you know, we, we started out just a, just a small group of friends and uh, just a, just a place to talk lawn as an alternative to, to that other site. But uh, the, mm -hmm. the site continues to grow. It just continues to grow, continues to see new members uh, every day, all day, uh, just, just keeps growing. Um, I think as the DIY community just continues to grow, yeah. you know, it's not for, not, not for everyone, uh, you, know, you know. Some people prefer to consume um, consume, you know, that information in, in other ways. But for the folks that you know that, that prefer uh, the, the forum environment, I think it's just, it's a great catalog of a uh, great repository for, for that knowledge. Um, I think we're we're approaching probably by the end of the year. You know, we're up to, getting close to half a million posts. Uh, so that's just a, a lot of a lot of, lot of knowledge crazy. that's out there. That, no. that's what we need to do we need to hire like the uh the lawn forum you know uh secretary or historian or, or librarian right to curate all this information and get the best of the best and hell you're gonna be able to write a book here pretty soon <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and, and for I think sure that, that, that's i think that just that the amount of information that is out there that's what really i think drives a lot of that non-member traffic to the site you know people People searching for various topics about lawn care on Google, and you know it's it's showing up at the at the top of their search results because people like Ray are there uh, imparting his knowledge upon on everybody else. Do you hear he's a lot from? He's great. He, Go ahead. No, I, I was just going to give the give give Ray a pat on the back. You know, he's a, hey. he's one of our staple staple members, and just the, the 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 level of knowledge that he brings and is willing to share with others is. Uh, Right. Well, Listen, I, I feel like be, I have to, I have to, go right, you know, you go. because, because I don't want to take all of this with me when I go, because uh, I'm staring down, you know, fifty next year. I'm staring down fifty, so <laughs> you know, clock's ticking. <laughs> Shut up, yeah. Ray. You're young. Asian don't raise yeah, them. We all know that. <laughs> 
Oh man, uh, yeah, I I would say that that is, is that it's, racist. It's, I'm sorry. No, it's not. I don't it's think. True. I think. I think you have a pass. I think you have a pass. Do um, I, yeah. Is this is a Asian wife like a? I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. With I think you get like one. I think you get like one a day, and then after that, she's gonna kick your ass. <laughs> she might be kicking your ass already. We just don't know it. You have long sleeves on to cover up the bruises tonight. I can't tell. <laughs> oh. Either right. that or she's sharpening the sword. Blink, bl- bl- blink once <laughs> if it's safe. I don't look like Brian Laundry, do I? I'm scared someone's gonna kick in my door and <laughs> come after me. Jeez. Uh, um, but hey, Ray, Ryan, go. you and where I'm not gonna lie, look like y'all come from a similar bloodline. Somewhere y'all have crossed. Maybe it's the glasses. I don't know. But y'all look like you're related in some capacity. Are y'all cousins? Are you are y'all not being transparent about it? And there's some there's some some blood swap going on there. Are you Eskimo I brothers? S- I swear to God, this is yes. the truth. If you if you Google my name, the only other person in the world that has my name lives in Arkansas. So maybe. Oh my god, you scared the shit out of me. <laughs> busted Matt busted <laughs> see I make I make a few Asian jokes and look what happens you see what I'm saying they were positive they were not negative so, hey, Matt, <laughs> did she sneak up on you hey come by she did sneak up on me like a ninja right yeah is that, that's another racist joke I'm sorry this is hello okay <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the the bomb here. Uh, we uh, we were celebrating my son's birthday today. That's why we were late, and uh, now I would say that's that's why everybody's coming to photo bomb. Mm-hmm. They got wild there for a second. I thought I was in trouble. Oh, yeah. I was freaking out. I was sweating. Can you see it on my forehead? That was you thought that was the, you thought that was the feds kicking in your door, Brian? Yeah, it's like here we go. They swatted your ass. They knew that you were tracking every move and had all the Twitter line. I mean, all right, that's a whole nother wormhole. We're not going to go down that right now. So, um, anyhow, what, so I'm curious too of, you know, how, how often do you interact? You know, this member base has grown. Like you said, it was just a few friends and now it's huge. How many members do you have? First of all, roughly uh, around 15,000, around, <laughs> around 15,000. Wow. That's amazing. That's, I mean, wow. and that's something, something different. Like people think about followers, they think about like Twitter or they think about YouTube and things like that. But I think it's a completely different thing where it's like, generally speaking, those people are coming there to like either ask a question, offer some sort of information, some experience, journal their stuff, whatever the case might be. So it's definitely more of a, a much more interactive community than just like consumption. Right. I don't think yeah, there's a whole yeah, lot of yeah. leeches on that side. So I'm curious, like now that you talk to members, me. right? Yeah. Well, wait. Well, uh, what know, are I you? Mentioned that he's a lurker. He, he lurks. Oh, are he you? Registered. Are you yeah. lurk? Yeah, I lurk. Listen, the whole reason why I lurk on the long forum is that there's nothing of value I can add that's not already being talked talked about there, right? I, I usually... take more. I take more from the long forum than I can give. Right, because uh, simply because I, I don't have the ability, the capacity, the know-how, whatever the case may be. You know, case in point, somebody mentioned the uh, uh, the soul testing thread and the research that Ridge Runner put into that is just it's breathtaking. It really is. 
and you can go back and reference it. And if you want to understand intricacies, intricacies of uh, different soil test methodology, they go into that. If you want to learn about a Haney soil test, it's like, it's real easy. You know, Google it. And one of the first results you're going to, you're going to see come up is the long form. Read the thread. It's unbelievable. G-Man put together a phenomenal spreadsheet of, of tracking various things there that integrate with APIs and all kinds of crazy shit that you just don't see out on the, on the internet. You don't see that in the pro market given away for free more, more or less on a, on a, on a homeowner market. There is not a tool or a, a, a topic that has not been vetted to extreme detail. Like it has been on the long form. I'll flat out say that a hundred percent. And it's not because John Ware sent me a long form glass one time. He sent it to me and I felt like a rock star. I was like, listen, oh, listen, funny. there's not a lot of things I've done well in my life, but clearly I've done something <laughs> enough to earn this MF and long form glass. And I still got it. I don't drink out of it because I don't want to chip the paint, that kind of thing. I don't want to run it through a dishwasher because my hands are too big and fit in it and I can't wash it by hand. But that was when I was like, I felt like hot shit, man. I mean, I was like wigging out. I showed my wife and everything. I'm prancing around the house. I'm like, baby, I got a glass in the motherfucking <laughs> mail today. And I am so I think you are- I, th- I think you unboxed it unboxed it on one of your videos. Now I was equally You're damn right I did. The, and that was, and yeah. that was when I was like this, you know, I you know, my following on YouTube was very small. It's not much bigger as it is. You know, this is 4 or 5 years of growth, right? Most most guys, most big YouTubers after 4 or 5 years of growth are going to swamp me, right? I'm not very entertaining to watch, but that's why I got these other guys on. That's why you're on John Weir because I can't, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, but to your yeah. point, I think you know that, that there, there there's so many so many unique contributors at the lawn forum, and you know people bounce ideas off of each other, and, uh, and and that information is out there and it's easily searchable. You know, like you said, it shows up in, in Google search results where you know things that you know, nothing wrong with other social media platforms, but you're not going to go find Ridge Runners post in a Facebook group. You know, it's just not searchable. You're not going to you're not going to find that information. Uh, you're not going to find that information period on Facebook. You're not, even if no. you seek it out on Facebook, you're not going to find it. Ridge runner is such a, a, a unique and uh, a positive asset to, I would say the long form and to the internet in general, and to, to any DIYer in general, even to pros, if pros would swallow their pride a little bit and read the, the material he puts out there, they would develop such a stronger understanding of it. I learned more about soil tests from Ridge runner than I did from four years of university. And that's it. End of story, you know? And, uh, and so I'm just highly appreciative of that. And to be honest, you know, somebody commented here, who was that? I think it was Lacey Lawn said, you know, some of the YouTubers like Connor Ward started on the lawn forum. And, uh, mm-hmm. I believe that to be true. Connor Ward was, uh, he was, he was, he was one of our relatively members, OG, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I think he was, a, he, he might've been a member of around the yard. In the, in the later years. Oh, he was. He was. I remember that. Another one that didn't get along with uh, the uh, the wizard, the royal fam- the royal family over there. Yeah, <laughs> I tried to join and I was not accepted. Um, I got you know, I, I tried to join. I don't like reminiscing here because you know there's a lot of people that don't know anything of what we're talking about and they're probably going to be like, "What? You know, these guys are on drugs." But it got to the point, legitimately got to the point that if you made a post, it had to be a. Pr- 
John Ware, can you imagine right now if you had to approve every post that came through as a moderator? Like what kind of um, not, skull thrusting that would be every single minute of every day? Yeah, like, it, would, it wouldn't be possible. Uh, yeah, I, I forgot about that. They did. They, put, <laughs> I, I think every every post had to be approved. Uh, they turned off private messages. You know, they didn't want other one members communicating privately with other members. It was, it was just a <laughs> toxic environment. Remember, we, you know, we were talking oh about movies. God. We were talking about movies before the the show here, Ray. Matt, you missed the topic. We'll have to tell you after the show. I don't want to mention it on here, <laughs> but uh, you know, it kind of reminds you of that movie. Remember Flowers in the Attic? You know, when the the grandma oh, got no. the kid. I've never seen it. You've never seen Flowers in the Attic? The, no. The kid's I mean, mom. The, Demay, the, the I have seen 10 movies in my life. I've never seen Star Wars, any of that shit. I, don't, I do not watch right. movies. I don't watch TV. I watch UT football, and that's about it. Go Vols. <laughs> We're going to beat Florida tomorrow by 22. <laughs> I'm just saying. Old, old prediction. Strong words. Strong prediction. <laughs> Yeah, what's, um, I'll check the line out on that. We'll see how if you uh, want to put some money. I'm going to drink so much, there. my eyes cross, and I see UT as the victor. Is is really how that's going to work? <laughs> I hear you. What do you? So now, my curious, my curiosity here is, you know, your interaction with members now, right? Four years on, almost five, really coming up on five. You know, what is your interaction like with now, like with the quote unquote rank and file members? Like, do you hear a lot from them that hey? I wish you could do this or uh, where can I find this? Like what's, what's your level of interaction with them? What are some of the common things you hear from them? Um, you know, I, I, yeah, I still try to interact as much as I can. Um, you know, obviously there's, there's, there's so many folks on there that are, they're willing to help early on the, in the early days, you know, I was always quick to respond because, you know, there were, there were just a few of us. Um, but as the, as the site has grown, uh, I don't have to, I don't have to respond to every post or participate in every thread. I, I read uh, almost everything, um, but uh, I, I do get a lot of questions. You know, some of the some of the threads, some of the bigger threads that we started early on. Um, mm -hmm. I know, for instance, I, I have a love hate relationship. I started a T-Jet thread, T-Jet nozzle discussion. I don't know if you've seen that. You've seen that. Posted on there before. Mm -hmm. right? It's the, yeah, dude. It, that thing has that thing has gone through several black holes. Oh into the abyss oh, yeah. and come yeah. back around yeah. again. Like it is, it's deep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, that, that, that's one of the threads that, you know, they just I, you always get questions about T-Jet nozzles and, and I put a lot of research into the, into the early, early phases of that thread. Um, and, and talked about, yeah, that, that, that that's it. Um, and it just explains how many pages is it now, J pink. Um, I mean, it's just, Deeper uh, than it's I only ever 40 wanted. pages long, 793 yeah, so if you, posts. If you want to learn about T-Jet <laughs> nozzles, they, that's, that's, that's the place to <laughs> Look at this name, Delta Hedge. I, you know, a, a prominent member. Uh, I, I think about the Houston crew uh, with, the, with the lawn forum. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, the, the, the Houston presence there. Uh, uh, DFW pilot. Um, yeah. I mean, just... It's such just a stud lineup of amazing characters. I'm really tooting your horn here, and I, I promise I don't mean to. It's just I I really appreciate so many of the names I see there. Yeah, it's it's a special place, and like I said, that was so. There's there's things like that. I always you know I'll get several questions a week. It seems like about about T jet nozzles, and, but uh, yeah, so. You can even get yeah. investment inv advice on the long. Yeah, I know the whole retirement part yeah. is pretty good. 
you know, I was going to mention that there was a huge, a huge retirement thread. Uh, you know, and I think that's the, the membership there that what am, am, never ceases to amaze me is the, the common interest uh, among people who care about their yards, you know, so it's, yeah. it's anything from retirement uh, investment advice to do it yourself, auto detailing, uh, home yeah. network. I mean, just, there's just, you can, there, you can literally discuss just about anything uh, there and there, there's somebody else with, the, with that interest. So I lurk on the lawnforum.com, but I am, I live and die by the lawn forum discord, right? Um, which is right. an extension of the lawn forum. And, uh, I don't yep. know if you want to take ownership yep. of that or not, or allow well, Gibby so, to, to so own I, that animal. I, yeah, no, that, that, that's all Gibby. Uh, you know, so he, he, uh, he, he approached me about that, uh, about starting a, a discord chat. Um, how, how many years has it been going now? Oh, almost God. three, about three I, years. Now. I joined it in yeah. early 2018, I think. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he he approached me about that, and at the time, I was you know still focused on on just building the forum. Uh, didn't really have time to to invest in that, but I told him you know go go for it. If you want something, you want to start, and uh, so you know he called it the Lawn Forum Discord, and it kind of stuck. And that's uh, yeah, it's morphed into its own thing. <laughs> it's the armpit yeah, it of the is, internet yeah. where, where the, the, the discord is the crown of the, I mean, uh, the lawnforum.com is the crown of the internet. The, you know, it's, it's the 4chan equivalent of, of it's the taint. internet, right? It's, of, it's of the, the taint. Lawn, it's the taint. Yeah. Yeah. It's Gooch, if you will. So, I was going to say it's a wild great west, time. Wild West. It's the Wild West. Yes. But what's interesting is that it draws all the IT professionals, right? So the the long form discord is 50, 60, 70% IT guys. If you lumped in engineering, STEM in general, yeah, yeah, you're, you're easily 80% that, that makes up the discord, which by the way, are you a STEM major? I know the answer to this, but I'm lobbing a softball out there. Not, undergrad was mechanical engineering. And yeah, exactly. Yes, that's my point. Yes, another yes. MFN engineer or IT guy. That uh, here we go. I, I don't drive. I don't drive a train. I don't know what you're talking about. You son of a. Are you? Uh, wait, don't, wait, wait. Are you? Are you a PE though? Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Thank I God. Work on the because I would hang that over your head. <laughs> uh, undergrad you- uh, mechanical engineering and you know, when got my mba and i work on the business side now technical business what did you get your mba yeah, in uh leadership and ethics i don't know what that means uh because i have neither of those but uh, it sounds really cool and i bet your thesis was incredible i'm just going to go out on a limb and say that yeah, did, did you do that. your grad school at uh u of a no i didn't i didn't uh, i went through a uh, private christian university here in Arkansas. a boy you know i have a long affiliation with uh private christian schools for 13 years of my life so uh, <laughs> i'm talking to a guy from arkansas i got to be careful i went to a private catholic school so you know oh, down you south go. that's a that's a that's a that's a bad word right so I kind of, I kind of wear it with pride. Oh, Memphis no. is a little different, though, right? You know, uh, yeah. I, 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 and I always, Memphis to me, 
Uh, West Memphis felt more like North Mississippi to me. Uh, I actually grew up in North Mississippi, and that that felt very much like West Memphis. And I didn't spend just a ton of time in West Memphis, but I definitely did a lot of spraying there, especially when I was at True Green. I did a lot of spraying in mm-hmm. West Memphis. So I uh, spent my fair time in that section of Arkansas, which is not a healthy representation of the majority of Arkansas, right? Uh, but I actually did uh, a fair amount of training in Little Rock, and Little Rock kind of had that, uh, you know, kitschy uptown, a little bit hipster, a little bit hardcore, a little bit rock and roll, a little bit country fusion that all can- came together. And I, I'm, I actually really enjoyed Little Rock. In fact, when I was in high school, we'd go watch, uh, we'd go watch bands that were popular in Memphis over in Little Rock because that was kind of like their home away from home. <laughs> I live over in, in in western Arkansas on the on the other side of I forty. Uh, this this part of the state is obviously you know Walmart was started in, in northwest Arkansas. So we see a lot of a lot of business um, supporting that that industry. No doubt. All right. Can you talk about what you do now? Where if if it's a no go, feel free to tell me so. Uh, but besides the lawn form, my day job. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I work for a for a natural gas utility, uh, working business development, low growth. When you hear the word ice storm, how <laughs> high does your blood pressure jump? Um, yeah, I have, I have flashbacks from uh, 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 from winter storm Yuri back in back in February. That was that was not a good time to be in the, the natural gas business. That had to have been. It's got to be the worst of your career, right? Yeah, you know. So we uh, we had we we had curtailments. Um, some of our largest customers. It was it was a bad deal. Has that ever happened in Arkansas, or is that pretty much limited to the Texas regions that were affected? Um, because I know you get Texas, ice storms so, there. Yeah, yeah, we do get ice storms. It was the it was the bitterly cold temperatures that you know, they were seeing in, in Texas and Oklahoma, where they're having. Having free freeze offs at the wellheads, they were just unable to, to get that gas onto the onto the pipeline. Yeah, I, and I'm sure that's a, a it's got to be a totally different you know market compared to what you're used to in Arkansas, right? Um, and it's, especially from the ice storm perspective, I would say you know, kind of like Memphis, it's something you expect every other year, maybe, right? Yeah. You get a decent ice storm come through, um, but I don't think Texas was quite chipped up for that um are you drinking bush light as a in in response to that like is that when you started drinking bush light or is that just kind of a thing that you've been doing since college because i drank a lot of bush light in college myself yeah just somebody asked me today i I was drinking i mentioned i was at the lpga tour um, stop here in in arkansas earlier this afternoon so forgive me i peaked a little early today um but uh, (laughs) but uh, somebody's asking i was drinking coors light earlier today so i don't Somebody asked me what, what I like to drink, and I said beer. It doesn't, beer. doesn't matter. Okay. That's a good beer drinker I, right there. I used to drink a lot of beer. I don't drink a lot of beer anymore. You know, I drink that was some whiskey neat. Yeah, that was some things that I never got into ever, and that's probably why I don't drink anymore at all. <laughs> I think it tastes uh, great. I love it. Yeah. 
All right, so you just, if I recall correctly, just went through a move, right? So tell us about tell us about your previous lawn and how that might compare in terms of you know quality, everything like that, of what you know, kind of what you started with and what you got it to, and now are you ahead of the game where you just moved or behind the curve a little bit? Like, take us through that whole journey of old lawn now to new lawn. Yeah, so I think most people have probably seen seen the old yard that I had. You know, I had about eight thousand square feet of the four nineteen. Oh yeah, so that that picture to me that that's when I was doing uh, Malorganite um, double bag. <laughs> is that, we, is we that Silver Symbol's house? Is no. that his oh, backyard? No, just, it does just, look just like it. May, do, you, do you see the the bricks there in that? Yeah. Do you see? Do you see the? Uh, <laughs> Do you I see was the, looking for actual bricks in the picture. I didn't realize geez, that you were talking about no, B R I X. Yeah. Do you see the Do you see the lysimeters that are measuring the leachates? I really like. It, yeah, I really. After this is all done, before we continue in this line of questioning, because I will go as far as you want me to go. That said, somebody, please dox this guy so we can send him this cut of the video like we need to do that we'll, we'll talk about it in the after show all right you recognize the photo is it the hostas or that's it's it's everything you you've just taken me right back to the uh the post about double bag rate weekly from uh what like may through august and green up green up through june yeah green yeah I'm just telling you. Right Listen, I'm this is lie. a guy. I love this landscape here. This landscape looks great. I love the hostas, you know, love the variegated hostas. Are those Laura Pedlums that you have in kind of a hedgerow there? This is not his lawn, by the way. <laughs> oh, it is not? This is Silver Symbols then. No, it's not. Oh. It's even worse than that. Is it? It's worse. This is the wizard's lawn. No way. The only it's, it's, it's the only known only unknown picture I've I've ever seen. It's the only one in existence. Yep. Is the wizard so, silver symbol? No. This guy no. I I I had his address at one point in I like silver it's in this just to put that out there. I think he's cute. Yeah. He, what does he sound like again? <laughs> do, never, do your I'm, do your lushy impression do your lushy impression matt do your lushy lushy lushy's more like uh you know hey guys uh it's uh we're here we're gonna have a beer you know it's five o'clock we gotta have a beer uh silver is more like uh is more like uh today we're gonna be talking about one of my favorite herbicides tenacity tenacity <laughs> works wonders Pros and homeowners alike have great success with it. We mix a little laser with it, and you get beautiful colors. He's he's more like that. he's got a he's got a little whisper to him. Lushy's more no. like in your face with a with a he's yeah like a, you know little he's, growl he's, with it. Yeah, it's definitely so, a little so, bit more so, Google hunting. So back on Go the photo here, I I, I, I tip Jay Pink a hundred hundred bucks to throw this in here, uh, just so we could get the Mason flashbacks. <laughs> this guy now listen listen this guy oh go back for one second this, one is... second. this guy here everybody all right now now listen first 
people heard Matt do that and they're probably going to shit on it and say, Hey, we're not supporting the community and this and that. Uh, I just want to, sorry. I just want, no, I just want to say one thing. I teed you up on it. I totally did. Peer pressure. You caved in that Larson is doing <laughs> his job, sir. Thank you for that being this on a Friday. Cause there's no way that would have happened on a Thursday. Um, here's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, anybody, you know, anybody can talk shit, you know, and when we're beating this guy up just because he, you know, he said some stupid stuff, but the truth of the matter is the, the honest to God truth. I would bring, no, you weren't beating him up, but people will say that you were beating him up. People will have that, that impression, right? Just as, you know, it looked like we were, you know, John Ware and I were ganging up on this poor old man in Central Valley in New York, you know, years ago on the, on the, around the yard. And so all I want to say here is just that I'd have any one of these guys, I'd have Andy, I'd have Silver Symbol come on the show and, and just chat, right? Not to make a fool out of anybody, but just to learn more about how they got to where they are, right? And maybe try to help them out a little bit. So we're equal opportunity here. Hundred percent. So if we have anything to help. I may not have anything to help. We'll try <laughs> though. Might. We'll try. I might, uh, I might just have a couple glasses of whiskey and laugh. Uh, <laughs> so um, let's go on and let's I, go. I, I joined late here. Where, where uh, tell me, tell me a, a little bit about your new property. So it's it was it was bare ass ground when you got it, or timber, or what? Uh, uh pasture, uh, coastal Bermuda. Um, okay. Uh, now this this photo this this is from early this afternoon we, we've been really dry here uh, like i mentioned earlier in the show we before the show we we've had maybe an inch of rain in the last month i'm oh, high boy. 90s so everything yeah everything's smoked right everything's smoked right now my neighbor's yard is a little bit greener uh, that's a true green yard um it is it. really a true green yard but uh his uh once he mows his it will look like my um by the way, Matt, what would True Green? I'm just curious. What would True Green charge? That's a five acre lawn there next door. Five would acre the, build, is probably going to be around be uh, ninety nine to one hundred and twenty dollars. No, I'm just kidding. Occasionally, you would come across that. So coming up with them in Memphis, right? So and I'll, I'll kind of spill the inside baseball here. Um, when you work at True Green, you are given a daily quota that you have to spray, right? And so you, uh, whatever dollar amount you get for that yard, it accumulates based on the number of properties you spray. And, you know, your goal, I say you run a tight route, right? Where you're only driving, you know, 10 miles within your route, 15 miles within your route. You may have to spray $1,400 that day. If, you, if you're in a route where you may be covering like 45 miles, then you may only have to spray like $1,000, right? And the problem was, is that during peak sales season, um, you, you know, you're, you're kind of jonesing with your friends and you get out there and, and you underbid some stuff. Or uh, a, a technician goes out there and makes a catastrophic failure of a mistake. And so you've got to give them a, a significant discount for X number of years or whatever the case may be. And the technician has to eat that, right? And so you may pull up on a property like that and you may be doing it for $99. But I, I would say that most commonly, um, that would be around $800 an application. So 160 bucks an acre, about thereabout. Um, so around 800 an app would be my best guess. Yeah, they uh, they show up over there, ro roll a Z spray off the trailer and drive it around a little bit. They, they do an all right Goodness. job. I just Listen, I can't imagine what, what, he, what he's paying. 
I'll tell you, the company in uh, in Arkansas that taught me how to how to treat grass, and even more so than that, and I'll I'll say this is that between my coworkers uh, in in Memphis and uh, my boss in Memphis taught me a whole lot more so than just about treating lawns, but how to grow up. Uh, and I'll credit that to Fairway Lawns, and they're based out of uh, out of Little Rock, Arkansas. And I know that's not exactly where you are or whatever, but um, I can't say anything but positive things about. Uh, my time at Fairway Lawns, except for Gordy. Gordy, you know who you are. I do not like you. Everybody else at Fairway Lawns, I mean, from the absolute bottom of my heart, I have nothing but the most respect for. And they taught me so much more about life than just being uh, a lawn care guy, right? So that's my that's my plug they're, there. They're here in Fort Smith too. They, yeah, right? yeah. I don't know how big a big company they are. Uh, yeah, so we, you know, we moved from, uh, had a, about 8,000 square foot of uh, Bermuda that I was walk mowing with the, the Greensmaster 1600 at the old place. Um, that's actually, it looks like a, a ryegrass overseed in the backyard from a few years ago, probably around this mm-hmm. time. Um, but yeah, so we, uh, some of the Bermuda, um, we, uh, you know, nothing was really off the table or cost prohibited with 8,000 square feet. Um, I could, pretty much do whatever I wanted. Um, now we've uh, built a home on about three and a half acres. Um, kind of out in, the, in a rural area. Um, it's, you know, uh, hayfield behind us, hayfield across the road. It was one farmer owned this, uh, all the land in this area back up through the 70s and 80s. He was telling Ray they, that he sprigged this area with uh, coastal Bermuda, at, at one point in time and there's still a lot of that here um we, we laid some sod when the house was finished uh, just more like I said, whatever a mutation of 419 the, the local farm is growing to, to prevent erosion uh, so i haven't really decided what i'm going to do uh, long term you know, with this much area i've really got to uh, throttle my expectations um the, uh, pay more attention to, to, to what i'm spending and what my inputs are to achieve the results. You're looking um, at like two, went from like so, a half inch Bermuda up to, you know, I'm, I'm mowing with a, like a John Deere zero turn now, like a 72 inch. You know, you're most right. At, at, a, at, a, at yeah. about two and a half inches, <laughs> at about two and a half inches, Ray. Bro. Oh, oh so things my have changed. God. <laughs> it's coastal Bermuda. You yeah. got to. You can't you can't take yeah. coastal Bermuda oh, yeah. that low. Um oh, so it, it, I had looks, a lawn in Georgia. It would look that was really coastal Bermuda. Yeah. I was That's telling nice. the guys it, it, I think before you got here, Matt, that it, it looked it looks really good across the road at like eight, ten, twelve inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um and and this is I'll tell you the the issue I ran into it with it and the and the whole reason the guy even called us and this is when I was in um I was in Augusta I believe and uh, it was a beautiful corner lot and I cut the guy a deal because he was a corner lot right at the entrance of the neighborhood right and I'm like ah it's Bermuda grass I'm gonna have this thing just smoking right absolutely smoking and I come in there and I mean I am raining absolutely snow in the yard with with you know ample nitrogen to just make it glow from outer space and every time this guy cuts it no matter what height he cuts it at i mean it is it is it looks dormant after every cut and i cannot figure it out and it quick it quickly recovers but i mean he can 
He can let it grow to four and a half inches and cut it at four and a half inches and everywhere where the blade strikes the grass, it's, it's dormant. And I could not figure it out. And I'm like, man, what kind of damn Bermuda grass do you have here? And he's like, oh, it's coastal. And so I started looking into coastal and I'm like, this is a, this is a forage grass. This is not a turf grass. And uh, he field grass, Matt. <laughs> yeah. I never could get it. The, the only, the, the best solution I ever came up with, and this is probably the worst thing. Do not do any of this to anybody that's out there listening. <laughs> but it was to keep it so goosed that it would recover so quickly after a mow that you're only dealing with a couple days of dormant time in between cuts, right? And uh, and Matt, not cutting it, what? Matt, I'm just going to stop you and that you weren't doing anything wrong because do you know how they manage hay fields? You know, um, you know how they manage hay fields? Pound of way. in, pound of in after every hay cutting. Well, I wasn't quite well after every hay cutting. Yeah, you know, I wasn't. <laughs> I was probably somewhere around. Let's see, I did four, five, you know, five furred apps a year, and I would say I was probably somewhere around like four and three quarters, something like that. Um, you know, with uh, uh, at least thirty three percent of that from from slow release fur. And it, it, it was okay. But I can tell you, I never made the guy happy. Like, it, it, there was never a point where he thought to himself, like, I'm so glad <laughs> I hired this guy. It just it never you know crossed what? his mind. You should have doubled your in you rate. Have like Probably. You should have doubled your in rate, Matt. If you doubled your in rate, then he'd be saying, oh, finally, somebody that knows what the heck they're doing. Because at that rate, coastal Bermuda would be green. And it would pretty much stay green because that is the grass where it can take two to two and a half to three pounds of nitrogen per month. It can do it. Two to three pounds a month, huh? Well, God it's also got a me. it's got a lot of biomass though, right? So it can handle that. It's exactly. not like it, yeah, it, that's it the needs it. it. It literally needs it. Uh well, on the other hand, I'm already getting nervous about half a pound. On the shortcut stuff. <laughs> Have you thought about so raising I, it? And I mean that in a very serious way. What's that? I'm sorry. Cord, co cordoning off a section of it and grazing it. Oh, no. No. Probably not. What do you think about you just letting it go, homestead? letting it go up? Yeah, no, just let it go up. And you just, you know, get six, eight inch grass all around you, a field full of snakes and ticks and shit, you know, just. Yeah. Embrace that nature. Put that John Deere back. in transport mode and engage the blades and just cut it that <laughs> all way. All the way up. All the way yeah, up. Yeah, the way yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, four inches. It's, uh, I don't know. That's tough. Like I mean, three. Wheels wear? Tell me about uh, those. Aren't, like those, aren't, those, aren't, those aren't wheels. Those aren't wheels. Those are twills. Twills. How do you, twills. On a scale of one to ten, rank them. Uh, I hear some people, <laughs> the, the guys I know in Kentucky, I swear to God, are all gigantic fans of them from top to bottom i hear occasionally some people gripe about them uh but i hear more positive than i do negative by a long shot yeah uh you know i have no complaints uh most of the z9 series on the local dealers lots have them uh have, they, they order them in the twills uh, so they i guess they seem to be pretty popular uh among the lcos in this part of the country so they're I, I, no complaints. Uh, it's kind of nice. You know, I don't have to ever worry about uh, having a flat 
um, adjusting air pressure. Um, is it diesel or gas? That's a diesel. Yeah, that's it is diesel. Seventy-two gotcha. inch. Yeah, seventy-two inch diesel. Um, uh, any different for you owning a uh, a diesel piece of equipment? Well, I guess first off, have you ever had a riding mower like this before? Um, you know, so when I when we first moved here, I bought at auction a uh, John Deere eighty eight hundred, like a, a rough mower with the five decks, um, and uh, that that was going to be my goal is to to use it on this yard. Um, Man, it's just, you know, I, I was not going to get, I could tell I'm not going to get a real cut with it or anywhere close. Um, it's kind of a pain in the ass to adjust the height of cut on something like that. If you got to touch all five decks, it was a you know, 15 to 20 minute ordeal to, to change the height of cut a quarter inch. So um, I, I traded it uh, to the, the local uh, John Deere golf dealer toward this, uh, toward this Z9. And until I get the yard you know, whipped into shape, I think that's, uh, that's going to be, that's going to be what I'm going to use. Um, I need about 10 or 12 loads of sand. Ray knows I love, love, love sand leveling. Um, but I, I, I've got Found one it. pile there left, left, left over from construction. But yeah, we just need to I need a lot of sand to smooth out, smooth out some of the yard. There's, there's or, definitely or uh, some economies of scale going on here. You know, you could totally justify buying a legit top dresser and, you know, yeah, rent yeah, a skid, yeah, rent it. a skid loader for a weekend to go out there and top dress and yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'm I don't know I'll be interested to see so here's my question is like what's your first move like you know you've got everything under control right now but are you thinking of obviously like changing grasses is it going to be a phased approach I mean when I say phased approach do you phase it in by sections or do you phase it in by investments like hey I need to build up you know, my equipment to have this, this, and this yeah. before we do a wholesale change or do you do certain areas at one time? Like, have you thought about it? Surely you've thought about it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, right now I'm just doing, doing basic weed control. Um, next step would probably be a, a mass leveling job uh, to get the, get the yard smoothed out. That way I can start transitioning back to real, uh, at, at least a part of it. Uh, renovation wise, you know, I, I would love to, to, to get rid of the coastal, coastal Bermuda. Uh, and, and switch to something else, but uh, you know, irrigation's a concern. Um, you obviously couldn't do the whole thing at one time, three and a half acres. So um, probably carve out a, a piece at a time, take it a bite at a time. Well, Throw up that pick from the front my... again, Jay Pink, real quick. Go, and you can go ahead, Ray, while, while Ray's talking. Jay Pink, throw that, that pick at the front again. Yeah. Okay. Because, because you know, an area like this, Mister Ware. I would love an area like this because then you know what I'd be running as irrigation. I'd What's be that? running the the seventy two hundred foot rotors. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd be running seventy two hundred foot on a two inch you line. Could, no, yeah. four. Run it with two inch four. Line. On a four, four inch, inch line. I'd be running. I'd be running it on four. You could and, run it on two. But have and to, also, have I, you'd have to drill a well. And the other thing that I'd probably do to this is I'd be running valve in head heads. Agreed. Yeah. What, valve in head heads. Okay. Yeah. Are you good? Yeah. 
I had had to put two and two together there for a second. I was like, yeah, not the head head. Not that res, not that rescom bullshit. Right, Ray? Yeah. Real deal. I'm going to go look here at the, uh, I'm going to go here while you guys are talking over to the uh, Arkansas well logs here and just see in that general area what the water's like down there. Yeah. What's, what's it going to take to uh, get a little bit of a water well because, uh, No matter what you I, do. I honestly don't know. I how much rain do y'all get a year? Where? Uh, I don't know. I have to look that up. Uh, it's been a pretty dry year this year. Last year was a really wet year. We we get a, a fair amount of, of rain here, um, usually until mid August, and then things will start picking up here again in late September. Okay, so you're not too far away from where we are in Knoxville. You average somewhere around forty five inches a year. Sounds about right. Which we're, we're, we're right around 50 here in Knoxville, which is a lot. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, count your blessings where you get them. That's a, that's a fair amount of rain. Um, so it's not impossible to get things done, you know, with that amount of rain. Yeah, yeah. But when you're talking about prioritizing your investment, especially a three and a half acre investment, you know, that's where you, you want control over your water when you can get it. Um, yep, yep. And, and Correct me if I'm wrong, but there's still a fair amount of people that grow fescue in Fort Smith as well. Am I right or am I wrong? Uh, not so much in Fort Smith. As you get up further north, toward Fayetteville, Rogers, Bentonville, there's some cool season grass up there. Um, they're actually growing some KBG on campus at the U of A. Earth Science Department. Suckers. We're we're a little Sounds bit warmer. Uh, here, where I, here where I am, but, you know, just we're talking you know 30, 45 minute drive. A little bit lower elevation, so it's a little warmer here. The cool season, uh, you know, you see some, but it's not not, not on purpose. Yeah, did you have you have you landscaped the house yet? Uh, a little bit around the front, yeah. We, we put in some landscaping. Are you are you a landscaping guy? Like, do you do you, do you enjoy that, or you're just like I'm not get some damn plants nah, in the ground I, you and know, be done with it? I I, I do enjoy it. I. I, really, I don't enjoy trimming shrubs, so I'm not a not a Connor <laughs> Ward. Uh, I don't have any dahlias or anything like that. I, I like to mow. I don't like to trim shrubs. What is with you people that like to mow? Y'all are broken. I'm telling you, there's something inside your head that is broken. I hate mowing grass. Really? really? Oh, uh, the worst. And I'll take all the heat uh, on this. Give me all the heat, all the smoke, whatever the millennials say. Give it all to me. I hate mowing grass more than anything in the world. And I'm telling you, you know, we were talking about being called the lawn boy not too long ago. (laughs) You know, when I, when I sprayed lawns, it was, you know, the number of times I would show up to a property to give an estimate and they would ask me be like, Oh, do you cut too? And I'm like, do I look like a lawnmower? I'm a spray guy. I'm not a lawnmower. Right. And that was the chip (laughs) I wore on my shoulder. Like, the lawnmower wants to do what I do, but he doesn't. He cuts your grass. I grow the some bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that helped facilitate my disgust and disdain of lawn mowing. But I, I hate mowing grass. It's the worst. I I enjoy it. It's a good way to to dis- disconnect. You know, I sit behind a computer for a lot of the days. So I like to go out and just, uh, put my work tunes on. Sometimes I don't even turn on any music. I'll just just mow and just think. 
you know, that sounds about how I perceive every lawn mowing guy in America to operate. <laughs> I'm just going to cut this grass and vegetate. You know, uh, when I, when I'm mowing, I actually have nothing in my ears. Nothing. Because, Ray, you want to hear the variation of vibration coming off the motor. You want to hear for any dings <laughs> or pings. I know you. You're so in tune with the, with the sounds of being out there. It's like driving a car, right? I don't, I don't, mm -hmm. uh, you, you know, you, you hear, you hear something in the slightest underneath your music and then you flip it all off and you're like, what was that noise? And then you're, you're, you know, you hear it and it's a, a slight rattle or something and you're climbing around underneath it and, uh, you know, an, an exhaust mount is loose or something. You give it a couple of clicks tight and you're all good. I know you're that well, you're, guy with your mower too, Ray. You're, you're just, you're describing me even when I'm, when I'm driving because there's no sound except for the engine. When I'm driving, too. Oh, Ray. This is not. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, Ray, I, I, was a, I, I was the same way when I had the, the, the GM 1600. You know, I, was, I didn't always wear Ear Pro when I, when I was mowing with it. Uh, now this uh, 24, 25 horse diesel on the back of that zero turn. <laughs> yeah, you're going yeah, <laughs> to. I, I, I don't understand. For, for three and a half acres, yeah, that's. Oh yeah, yeah. Just uh, but that thing's fast. Uh, you know, I, I mow the three and a half acres in about an hour. Seventy-two uh, inch rider. That's pretty um, quick. But it's loud. It's loud. <laughs> so I used to cut with a Kubota diesel. Um, yeah. And it was. It was. It was like extremely a, like loud. a man, like a man. You know, <laughs> just out you know, there, you and your Kubota. Not nope. much. No, it was more like. How can I, I love, get through this as quick as humanly possible? I just but listen, love how it is you get so up. fast. When you're when you're launched like full throttle, I mean leaned all the way forward and you hit one of those dips in the yard, you know it. I mean, you go for a ride. There's no doubt about it. What's top speed on your mower? I'm curious. I bet it's pretty similar to the uh Kubota. I don't know. I'd have to look that up. Z probably, 30, R. probably 12, 13 miles an hour, I'm gonna guess. Max, yeah, somewhere it was just crazy. That is crazy. You're telling me you never hit any jumps on the permagreen before? Got air? No. And <laughs> now I've run some nasty slopes, right? I mean, when I say nasty slopes, I ran a slope that was so nasty, I had to disconnect. You know, in those Honda engines, they have an oil sensor, right? Yep. Uh, yep. Where you get low on them. It was on such a tilt that I had to disconnect the oil sensor because it kept tripping the motor out, right? Because uh, all the all the oil was leaning to one side. And when I did that, there was still so much oil leaning to one side, I seized the engine. And so I had to bring it back to the house, take it apart, you know, spray me some seafoam in there because that's what every redneck does, right? And, uh, and, and get a wrench on it and eventually freed it up. And, you know, I'll be damned. I put the heads back on and fired it right back up and took it right back out and finished the yard. I look for a used, a used permagreen, um, where I bought this, uh, this sprayer that I'm using um, back at the old house. Me offline. Right, yeah. I'll hook you up. Yeah, um, I know people. I'm choosing the, uh, you know the Gregson Clark's Redder Mate uh, at the old 
at the old house. Mm-hmm. This is an Enduroplast, a uh, hundred gallon three point sprayer, a PTO. I've got a boomless nozzle on there now. I've got a, oh got yeah, a twelve foot boom. I've got a twelve foot boom oh, on order. Um, oh yeah, well on rough areas, it's hard to beat boomless for speed, but once you get into your finer turf, uh it's twenty and twenty. Nozzles twenty inches apart and twenty yep. inches off of the ground. Yep, yep, yeah. There's no substitute. I'm an, obviously you know a, a T jet nozzle guy from the uh, forty page thread. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, this is a this is a T jet uh, field jet. Um, you know, and the T jet will tell you they're they're not as accurate as a, as a traditional nozzle. One of the things they do recommend mm-hmm. is double overlapping, kind of like head to head spacing with, with irrigation nozzles. So I'll. Basically, I'll spray. Uh, that's a, a two and a half gallon foam marker I mount on top of that. Um, I'll basically cool. spray back to the. I'll basically spray back to the center line of my last pass to help help with spray uniformity. You know, even. Even, but like I said, like like I said, long term, it's it's got it's getting a twelve foot twelve foot boom. boom what horsepower point. is that? Is that a is that tractor? Yeah, that's a John Deere two series. Uh, it's a thirty eight horse. Uh, it's a pretty small frame yeah. through. It's a, 38 horse. So um, I had the uh, a, Kubota L3130 was what uh, yeah. was what I use, especially like top dressing and stuff, 31 horsepower. And um, I, 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 I loved it. I loved it. But I always wished I had just a little bit more horsepower. I did get it stuck a couple times doing uh, some uh, basement waterproofing jobs. It rains what? a lot here, right? It, so, you know, listen, I yeah, used to do yeah. some weird, weird shit. Um, and, but it, it would, it, you know, it rain and you got to hurry up and get this done. It, it's a lot of what we would do for winter work, right? Is, uh, it was an easy project to do during winter and you'd be hurry up and trying to get it done because it's going to rain and you've got it opened up all the way down to the foundation. And, and, you know, here you see a lot of, uh, split levels, right? Cause we're in the mountains. And so, you know, the back of the house will be buried eight feet into the ground. And then the front of the house is ground level, right? Where it's on a, it's on a slope like this. And so you'd excavate all the way down and you got to put your waterproofing material up or whatever. And the number of times I'd be in the loose dirt that I've, I've, you know, backhoed out and set over to the side. And then, you know, somehow I end up burying myself in it and need to get out. And I, I need just a little bit more horsepower to do it. And I couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it, it's a nice size tractor. I wanted something like I said, it's 38 horse. So I wanted something I could put, put a verticutter on the back one of these days. if I wanted to, on a three-point aerator it's a little bit bigger than you know, a lot of guys will buy like the the one series john deere's it's probably the perfect size for a, for a yard you know two or three acres this is one one step above uh, frame wise do you watch ave on youtube i do i do yeah he, he has one of these um, he said that when you're purchasing a tractor get the next size up from what you think you yep. need and i think that is the most accurate statement i've ever heard is that what you did with that one yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, he has that. This two hundred three eight R is is that tractor he has in his video. I think he says R four industrial tires on it. Those are, these are the R three radials. Um, hard to buy. It. I, I bought this right shortly after we moved. Uh, much like the vehicle industry, it's hard to hard to find a tractor right now. No chips. Uh, yeah, I put about twenty hours on it, and so it, I, I use it. I, you see, I have the forks on the front, man. I use those more than more than anything like you 
once you have forks, you'll never not want forks. No, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you, you, yeah, you, you have no idea how valuable they are until you have them yeah. and you're like, Oh my yeah. God, yeah. how did I get, get by with life without it? Especially now that you're going to have to buy, uh, you know, 2000 pounds of fertilizer at a time or whatever it is <laughs> you're going to do. You, you need 2000 pounds. I mean, that's going to come in huge yeah. handy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I have that hundred gallon sprayer. Now I'm looking for, I have a spiker, a uh, 12 volt spreader that I bought for the, for the UTV. Um, I put that on the back of my Honda Pioneer and I've been spreading with it. One of the things I don't like about it is it's a, you know, the UTV is a four seater. So you, you can't see into the hopper from the driver's seat. So I'm looking for another spreader solution that, but there's, what, what are you guys using to like Lily or how much do you want to spend? <laughs> exactly. That's what I don't, yeah. Yeah. So I, I've looked at some options, you know, you can, you can, you can spend five to six to seven, $8,000 on a, on a spreader. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, here I'll give you my, my good, better, best. So Lily's going to be the, the good, right. It's, or excuse me, the, the better, uh, you're probably going to yeah. be about, Oh, in that 45 to $4,700 range. Let me get this here real quick. While I'm thinking about it. And let me get this and pride FSP. Now, first I'm going to show you the bargain basement bullshit. Like this is like the Sam's choice, right? To, to quote regional vernacular here. Remember Sam's choice, Matt, when you go to Walmart, you know, they had all the other name brand sodas there. Like, you know, you're probably a little too young, but Ray, you remember crystal Pepsi? Oh, no, I am not too young. Yes. I remember, <laughs> remember crystal. Yes. Yeah, I the remember clear the Pepsi. And you could get that. It's like for 65 cents a can, but right next door, right? Right next to it. Here's Sam's Choice staring you in the face, right? You got regular Sam's Choice. You got Diet Sam's Choice. You got Sam's Choice Root Beer. You got Sam's Choice. I can't even remember what they called it. it was like their knockoff of Sprite and Mountain Dew. But man, the number of times I got shafted. Dr. Thunder. Fuck yeah. Oh, sorry. But yes, I just had a flashback there for a second. I drank a lot of Dr. Pepper. Like, and Dr. Thunder. Yep, there you go. Um, Who remembers clearly Canadian soda? I'm just going to throw that out there. Clearly Canadian. I I don't know what that is. I do. I do. Yeah. I've seen it. Clearly Canadian was a staple of my childhood. This is back in in the Crystal Pepsi days. Clearly. That was like it was the rage here in Memphis. In well, not here. I'm in Knoxville, but in, when I was in Memphis, man, that was like clearly Canadian. St- was it? It's, oh, okay. I know what this is. This isn't it's soda. It's just like bottle? it's yeah. It's like sp- it's sparkling water. It's like it's, it's got flavor. It's flavored it flavor. water. It, it was it was sugar water. Really, is what it was. <sighs> okay. All right, Jay Pink. Go ahead and throw up this first one here. And this is going to be your your good, right? This is your bargain basement. The FSP 700 you see there, probably be fine. You can go all the way up to the FSP 1000 if you were out in a bunch of uh, capacity. I can't remember what. I want to say it's like 680 pounds on the FSP 1000. You're going to be in there for under a grand on these bad boys. This thing, I would expect to last you uh, a period of somewhere between three and four years. And then the... Uh, spinner plate here is going to snap off. The welds are going to break. This thing's probably going to take a big <laughs> shit when it's completely full of fertilizer, and your poor bastard ass is going to have to shovel it all the way out in shame. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm just—I'm not projecting. I'm just saying that from experience. Um, 
I don't want to see you get, you know, there's a bunch of people here that love you and they don't want to see you make a mistake. Okay. So there's that. Um, this is a spreader intervention right now, by the way, not a yeah, super yeah. spreader intervention though. <laughs> um, where's the next one here? Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Uh, this next one here, the Lelly. Let's show people the Lelly. I think there's one person yeah. in the chat who knows the Lelly. These are Canadian, Matt. Good. Are you okay with that? Good. Can we show Glad that here? Something good comes out of Canada, sad from AVE. I thought that was literally the made great sex fourth they had. Let's see here. I don't know. Are they? Three point hitch. Yeah, this is going to be perfect. This will be menu. perfect. How much manufacturing takes place in Canada? I don't, I don't even know. All the maple syrup, right? I mean, that's what you could say. And blue jean jackets. Hey there, Denim Dan. Chaps. <laughs> Can I get a pair of blue jean assless chaps from Canada, please? If you say if you say that right now, Sean Smith's listening, and he is going to make it happen. <laughs> Stop it! Don't do that. <laughs> you were gonna, you were going to have a pair of skinny Levi's on your doorstep with the butt cheeks cut out by like Tuesday. <laughs> All right, homemade. throw this one up. Oh, homemade for sure. Yeah. I mean, just the way you want it. The Lely right here. This one might not come in at 4,500. The 1250 I know is closer to that 4,700. So you might be able to find this. I would highly, you know, 550 pounds is enough to get started. If you want to get up in the 1250, it's just a little bit more. Uh, you've got the tractor model one here. You've also got the pull behind one. I'd strongly recommend the three point model as opposed to the pull behind on this bad boy. The last one, bear with me here because they have a lot of products here. Where's this guy at? Oh. Now, Ray, you'd love this. Really like an orchard spreader, but I've used it on turf before, and it's fantastic. Look at that spread pattern where you can just shut off one side. I love it. That's a great edge guard. Oh, yeah, the, on the one I just If linked? it's real windy, can you can you run it in reverse? Which one? The one I just you, uh, the one I just yeah. this one? It doesn't matter any of them. Can you can Oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah, in reverse if it's real windy? Uh, cuz ev everybody knows well. when it's real windy, you go in reverse. That's a pro <laughs> secret right there where don't tell too many people. Like on the uh, Lasco spreaders where you don't close the third hole and just go in reverse instead of putting your edge guard down and doing like, do that all the time, all the time. Listen, the when, time. You're, when you're trying to do uh, a sidewalk hill strip, right, and you, you tilt it all the way over and you drop your guard and you just absolutely dump, you'll dump half a bag of fertilizer in the hell strip and be like, Oh shit. Now I got to finish the rest of the yard and not make it look <laughs> totally ridic ridiculous. Yeah, I've done that. Throw this last one up, Jipping. <laughs> All right. So the coon MDS 8.2, this thing's a look bad name. Of this, my you got dual, dual spinners on this bad boy, right? That's a top so you, dresser. No, it's not. It's actually it's Tell me that doesn't look like that looks exactly like a top dresser. That's beautiful. Oh, you know what? You know yeah. you know what that's for? That is the fertilizer spreader intended for hay fields. Perfect. Vegetable that's crops, orchards, vegetables. Hay fields. It's fantastic. <laughs> if you bought this one, where you'd hand this down to your kids when they inherit the house. Okay. Like that's how rock solid this bad boy is. So consider it, you know.
right, you can get hopper extensions for it. Oh man, these guys get it. They, these guys are a real deal. They know what they're talking about. This one's going to be up in like that uh, north of uh, probably like 75, 7,800 range. <laughs> you could get kiln dried sand though on top. You could get you could get kiln dried sand though on top dress out of this too. I, I, that's yeah, what I was I'm, thinking. Looking at it, I know the Lely has a has a high flow. Uh, ring or something you can put in it to top dress with low sand it can it sucks i'm just telling you from experience you got to get killed if you can get kill dry and sand it's not that bad but i've i've done some unholy and unforgivable shit to try and make top dressing more efficient and easier not as and, uh, costly by having a separate machine for it and in every single case yes i can say that with full certainty every single case i paid for it dearly and I was in the back of whatever it was, shoveling stuff out of it and promising myself, I'll never do this again. I'll never do this again. <laughs> and then, you know what, Ray? Four or five months later, I get another harebrained idea. I'm back on the wagon. There I am. Look at this. Look at Turf this. time. So, Turf time is yeah. good stuff. This was my top dresser right here. Uh, and I absolutely loved it. I ran the hydraulic one and I would always connect it to... Uh, I would remove my bucket and hook the hydraulics up to my, uh, you know, hydraulic arm, right. That powered everything. And, um, I, I, I loved it. Now, let me tell you, if you, if you're going to load it onto a gooseneck, uh, uh, trailer, be careful backing it off that you don't dig the impellers into the ground as you back it off. Um, make sure you've got good angle on that uh, and you know, do whatever's necessary to keep that from happening. I may or may not have completely <laughs> destroyed the rear end of it one time and begged this guy to give me a deal on it because I had a, uh, a huge top dressing project coming up within a few days after unloading it. But needless to say, this is a good one too. It's relatively expensive. There's more on the used market. Uh, I would not spread fertilizer out of it. Um, but if you can find a great deal in the used market, I can vouch for this at least and say that I had good experience with it. If you're into it. Look at it go. Look at that. I'm going to show you one. On it. I'm going to show you one more here. That is uh, where are we at just for fun. Just because we're, we're a bunch of nerds nerding out right now. Uh, mm -hmm. Mm. Implement porn. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, look at this. Thing. Is this the one? Yeah, that one, that one. Yep. That's what you're looking for. <laughs> Where is the one? Oh, yeah. This is my favorite part. Okay. Jay Pink, I'm going to send this to you. And you got to go to about. 225. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. People that listen to this on the pod being later on are going to be like, these guys are insane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. I'm driving to Sheboygan right now and listening to people watch videos on a podcast. <laughs> this is how did my Boy, life get John Borden? Hey, John Borden's over here hanging out in the chat. Boy. Introduce right, roll, roll, roll this to 225. 225. 225. What is this is a turf tiger. Look yeah, at this. Turf this is the old Milk Creek company. Look at these wheels. Look at these wheels. Floaters. Big floaters. Uh, ah, is that 225? Five minutes is all it takes. 
bump it up a little bit here. Help us out. Five minutes is all it takes. How wet? Hey, wait, pop, pass, back, back up, back it up, back it up, back it up. Back it up that for a is worth a conversation right there. <laughs> we need to unpack this in every which way imaginable. I, it's a question for the ages. I'm not sure even Liberace could figure it out. Uh, how wet is wet, gentlemen? It is an existential crisis and uh, a rhetorical endeavor that one should undergo themselves. Just imagine this, that it was such an age-old question that the entire state of Kentucky made a special jelly to make it even better. So, all right, with that. It brought about and ended communism. One question did both. That's uh, that's one hell of a feat. You're trying to say that Yeltsin didn't use lube? Is that what you're trying to say right now? (laughs) You're going to violate my Russian sensibilities here. Well, Gorbachev would spit on the USSR, so, you know. We'll cheers yeah. to how wet is wet. The All right, let's go. And ender of good and evil. <laughs> Play this. So they dump the sand in here. This is this is like one of the best demos. Look at these poor bastards out here. Just, <laughs> just. Yes, I got a good idea. <laughs> we are gonna water the sand today, and then try and put it through the top dresser. Doesn't that sound like fun? These they they honestly went to the local Mexican pub. Had the taqueria had a few uh uh barbacoa tacos and four or five 64 ounce beers and they're like we're gonna go water the sand to try and spread it today guaranteed <laughs> anyhow this thing's pretty it's two pretty for bad. tuesday let's go knock it out they got this little <laughs> attachment no no pause this pause this i think it's like about a minute in anyhow they've got this little like it almost looks like a manure spreader. It grinds it grinds the stuff up and spits it out like that. It's called their saber tooth. It's pretty cool. I, I would be into this top dresser for sure if I was going to go all out. Like this one where this is, I guess, like supremo best. Like this is like if you have to ask the price, then you don't belong in this club kind of thing. Uh, yeah. This one's probably about uh, going to be about 19, 20 grand. So if you're ready to take out a second mortgage on your new house. The rates are low. Now might be the time, you know, probably just watch the week's auction. (laughs) There have been a few, there have been a few on there. So keep your eyes peeled. All right. Enough of the top dresser talk. What other questions? I mean, you know, scaling up and everything like that, that's a big deal. But what questions do you have for us? Um, I know we've talked about, we've covered a range of subjects, not entirely your lawn related, but, Anything that we can help you out with or any other things outside of the lawn that you wanted to talk about that we did not hit as of yet? I don't know. You know, like, uh, nitrogen sources for, for acreage. What are, what are you going with? Ooh. Urea. Oh. Yeah. And I'll, so, I'll, no, no, I'll, no, I'll no, kick no, it up no, a no. notch. I'll kick it up a notch. Not only am I going to do urea, I'm going to do urea. And you know what I'm going to spray over top of it? Everybody earmuffs except for John Ware. I'm going to spray DCD and MBPT over top of spreading urea. Don't ask me how I know it works. Guarantee you it works. It's the cheapest way to get down your Uflex or Umax. It's not for everybody, but if you got acreage, if you got a 5,000 square foot lawn and you're doing that, you're dumb. I'll tell you that right now. If you got three and a half acres and you're having to you know, manage the, the cost of three and a half acres, I'm telling you there's no cheaper way to get it done. Here's my uh, here's my first question. 100% what I would be doing. 
how frequently are you willing to go out and fertilize your lawn? At three and a half acres. It depends. It you're depends on if I have to you can do it four or five times a year and you're good. You want to know what I'd do, Ray? I'd, I, if I was John Ware. No, no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that out here. That would be sacrilege. I would go get myself or make myself a beautiful pre-mix tank. I'd get you right. a couple pallets of urea and unload them with that beautiful set of pallet forks that you've got yourself there on that two-series tractor, put them in the garage, the night before I'm about to go out and apply, I'd dump them in the tank. I'd fill that SOB with water, right? And then that right there, I'd get rid of your your T-Jet uh, boomless. I don't like that yeah. T-Jet boomless. I would go get yourself either a Greenleaf Technologies. They have a fantastic boomless nozzle. Also, the Boominator nozzle is pretty badass too. There's one, I don't think it's made yet. Um, I know it was a prototype. I was working out with a guy from Ohio State. Um, and what we, what he had mostly developed, I was just beta testing it and trying to break it. But it was a set of boomless nozzles. So he basically had built a a rack for it that went off the back of the tractor. And there was a six foot nozzle, there was a twelve foot nozzle, and an eighteen foot nozzle on each side. So if you had, you could flip those off individually as you were going. So if you had an, uh, a boundary or an obstacle to go past on your left side but not your right still be throwing out 18 feet over here, but you could knock it down to 12 on the other side and steer around that obstacle. So for just yep. putting out nitrogen, DCD, and MBPT, that's what I would do. That's going to be your easiest, fastest, funnest way not, to do it. I would not spray urea across that to save my life. I'd Come on. Easy. I'd keep it easy. Dude, that way you just, don't have to change just, your boom setup. You can throw your DCD and BPT in that boomless nozzle, spread it, spray it at the same time, be done with then it. Just, then just go get... Oh, you can't spread and spray at the same time, though, can you? No. Oh, oh Lord. That's why, not with his just, God, that's why I'm saying me. you go Shut spray up, it. Shut up, That's Matt. why you spray, you spray it. Or, hey, 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 you want to make it easier, <sighs> but a little bit more expensive. Just go get NOS from site one. It's already got your DCD in it. Let it ride. You can do that too. So, yeah, you can. You can buy it pre-coated. You can go get your, uh, what is it? What is it you can get from Coke? <laughs> I know. Your rea price is the way they are right now, though. You're going to be paying $28 a bag for freaking Uflex. So good luck with that. Actually, already. I could probably so put you in contact it, with a guy in your area that could get you some cheap Uflex, as it, generic Uflex. As is, I already pay, pre-pandemic, I paid about 50 a bag for Umax. What? Yeah, what? Pre-pandemic, I, I already paid 50 a bag for Umax. You chop that up and play Clear the Mirror with it, too? Uh, yeah. Yeah, feels like it. Sure God. did. Bless it. Yeah, and, and I'd uh, <laughs> and I'd uh, you know make sure I uh, had a hundred dollar bill uh, rolled up too. Wait, this is <laughs> no. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Speaking of hundred dollar <laughs> bills rolled up, that was a good that was a good. That, he he was he was ready for that one. I, I teed him up on that one. <laughs> here's here's something, and this is a John Ware thing, and I'm sure you're going to see this on the lawn forum coming up. 
but I'll ask Matt and Ray from the uh, commodity lawn care side. How many of these guys that are locked into contracts for next year think that they're going to carry their pricing over at 110, 120 bucks an acre are getting super high anxiety right now? Like, oh man, dude, just <laughs> not good. asshole assholes tighter than the day you show up to prison. Like that, they're going to need kind more than a, than a cocoa puff to get them through that <laughs> kind of situation. <laughs> uh so i had a call with um a, a good buddy of mine a great friend of mine is a uh is a is a bulk trader like big time bulk trader deals in like barges and vessels and stuff and you know imports exports that kind of thing and mm -hmm. uh and he was kind of giving me a rundown on the market forecast over the next six months and i'll kind of save a lot of this for burning return uh but he said you, you know it's probably not going to be at still the level of 2008, 2009. Uh, he's like, but prices are about to absolutely rip the pants out of people that are feeling good that rode through this year on last year's commodity price because, you know, they, they locked in their contracts or whatever. And he's like, and everybody that's looking to secure their contracts right now is freaking out, freaking out spot prices. I'll go ahead and throw this out there. DAP right now, spot price is as high as I've seen it um, out of NOLA delivered somewhere right now is going to be around $900 a ton. That is bulk spot price. So that means retail, you're well in excess of $1,000 a ton. I mean, this, I've never seen DAP that expensive. It's a great time to buy oh, a three man. acre lawn. That's that's, that's nuts. Yeah, the hammer is coming down on phosphorus. I'm telling you right now, it's uh, it's going to be expensive. And we, everybody knows the potash situation that's going on, right? You know, Nutrien has cornered that market, and uh, you know they bought that mine out of North Carolina, and uh, we're seeing potassium chloride prices at highs that have never been seen before either. So we are in uncharted territory uncharted territory so look forward to uh bulk commodities over the next six months it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting if anybody's into trading futures um you know maybe maybe something to look at diversifying your portfolio with uh fertilizer commodities just saying just gonna so out there. end sources back to, back to his question here I, I would agree something very very simple right just get n right for now and see what you got here. I mean, it, it, it's it, it, for me addressing P and K in a meaningful way until you figure out what you're going to do and on a larger scale. It's probably not worth it at this point. So, see how it goes. I agree. To everybody saying yeah. drilling and hydrus, good luck. What? I, there's huh? multiple people have said anhydrous. Oh sure, anhydrous. And Hydris, uh, does everybody huh. understand what happens when anhydrous actually touches roots? Uh, because you know when they me. no when oh. you drill anhydrous, you need to place that literally several inches below the actual root zone of your growing crop, or else the anhydrous instantly destroys the plant because. Ammonia gas is poison. 
uh, don't fart around with anhydrous. Please don't. I mean, that's just people. I know anhydrous is eighty two zero zero, right? But all about that high first number to get that deep dark wash green, Ray. You ain't gonna yeah. tell me what to do in my own damn yard. You hear me, Ray? <laughs> but you're just. I'm. I'm I'm waiting to see somebody shank, try to shank in anhydrous into a turf area. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to make alternating green and brown stripes in their yard that ain't going to go away all season. The only thing I, you know, listen, I'm from Tennessee. The only thing in hydrous ammonia is good <laughs> okay. for is methamphetamine. That. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I worked a long time in Kentucky. It is, it is I, the highest producing crop of Tennessee, is it yeah. not? You drill, you, drill, <laughs> you drill your corn, and then what's left over, you make your meth with it. That is uh, <laughs> that's the Kentucky Tenabama way. Tenabam away. Goodness gracious. I, that's where I'd be at, right? Or uh, where is just start start with the basics and then you can take it from there. So let's pull up here. What are the questions? Anything else? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's getting bombed again. My wife's in her second glass of wine. Wants to hang out. All right. Hey. Oh, yes. <laughs> Where is... Gentlemen, anything else to wrap up with before we got uh, a couple of housekeeping items here real quick? Um, now, for those of you who don't know, Matt, why don't you really quickly tease, talk about what's going to be happening here in three or four weeks, whenever we go to GIE, I want you to lay that out for folks real quick. Oh, all right, we're going to talk about that on this show. Um, all right, so we, we we are going to be doing the GIE live. So we're actually going to take uh, something cross between a guestless thirsty Thursday and a burn and return, and we're going to do it absolutely live. So. We're going to Louisville. We have rented a place, um, and it's it's going to be you get you get a few free drinks, you get a couple free drinks, you get dinner, you get a tour of a uh, a distillery, and I'm not going to tell you which one yet, and um, and it's just going to be an absolute phenomenal time. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, uh, J Pink, where do we go to that? Is that the GrassFactor.tv four slash GIE? Uh, how do kind of. Learn so more about that? the it's a members only thing, so they've got to be a member. Uh, it's uh, about ninety five percent full right now. So not only do they need to be a member, but basically they need to get in now. Um, gotcha. Uh, and once you're uh, so if you're in the members right now, the only place that you can actually find the information on it is if you're at the level that lets you have early purchase program access so then you, you go in the discord you go into the epp and there's all the details there so there's a little bit of work you'd have to do but if you're already a member that's where you can find it and like i said 
basically at any moment, the ability to purchase a ticket for it is going to get shut off. So, so that's it. But I can say that it's going to be an absolute ass ton of fun. One, we've got coconut Wi-Fi guy over here who's uh, <laughs> we've got one hell of a plan set up for him. Ryan DeMay is going to be there in body, in person. Um, just yeah, I, I can't wait to hump his leg. Or That's the other thing <laughs> to, to make sure <laughs> to make sure because uh, we we won't be controlling the bandwidth for where we're at. So to make sure that we have all the bits available between Hawaii and Kentucky, uh, it won't be broadcast. Uh, we probably won't record it. It'll literally be a in-person, real-life event, be there or be square kind of thing. Now, there was one person who we weren't sure if they were going to be there. And that person is actually our guest tonight. And I just wanted to let it be known that we've offered a complimentary ticket courtesy of both uh, Renovo, Subvert Nutritionals, and Field Source. Uh, to this gentleman right here to attend. So he will be receiving some special instructions on where to go, what to do. And if not, it'll be like old school where they pull up and they kidnap that guy. And they say, if you tell anybody about this, I can kill you. No, I'm just kidding. We'll have you back. You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy. I was stressing out because Jay Pink has sent me the link. I was like, I haven't bought my ticket yet. Need to get on that if we got you covered. You for 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 everything you've done for the lawn care community. Seriously, for everything you've done, you were in as our guest. So we've got you taken care sure of. We've, we've paid you, we've paid for you. So, all right. Now, with that being said, any other housekeeping before we get to the sack of mail? Right. Ownhealth.com/slash/grassfactor. Get yeah. get ripped. Get fit. Get square. Get get your shit together. Honehealth.com forward slash the grass factor. Check it out. How uh, fieldsourceohio.com. Check it out. Do your yeah. thing. Do, Do a free thing. consultation. All that fun stuff. If you couldn't, here's my syngenta.com. Go fuck yourself. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Slip. That was hey, that was hey, a joke. Hey. Anyway, I didn't mean that. Syngenta. Go menasai. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you um, here's my question to you, to all of you, right? Is if we don't do home health, if you don't get your if yourself checked, make sure that your testosterone's okay, all the other stuff right for your man parts. How are you really gonna know how wet is wet? <laughs> That's a million dollar question. Listen. Can we can we do a master's thesis on this? Can we like all like just quit our day jobs and partner together for two years and just you know We got some grad students here. We can get this done. I, I won't be able to offer much in terms of actual output, but I can provide commentary. I can make do people you think, laugh. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe we can I just do it. Like I will a... continuously pour you cheap, shitty whiskey after cheap, shitty whiskey until you tell me. <laughs> yeah, if it's you know, here. Bottom line is this: is that if it's if it until just you tell takes me to get away from you, some half-assed efficacy studies that we you know we call a study a, a real research study, we can do it that way, right? There's also that. The other way that we can, other way we can do it. No, it's okay. The other way we could do it. Other way we could do it is, um, well, I don't know. We'll just we'll, we'll have to figure it out. All right, that. Yeah, that's that's really forward. That's like really it's, forward. No, but it's wet. But it's wet. 
And I know it's very wet. Get, they're going to accuse me of being turf truth again. Well, that one? How much oh, more that, I can uh, handle that. Do you think turf truth can answer how wet is wet? Can we ask him or her? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And for the record, turf 100%. Truth. I am not turf truth for everybody that keeps asking me that. Every time he puts out a video, I get 10 text messages that say, Hey, uh, I saw your video. I'm like, what video? Your turf truth video. I'm like, you dumbass. That's not me. Go to his Instagram. I got called out too. I'm an idiot. I think, Don't worry. I think, I think turf truth has a better beer than you do anyway. To be quite honest with you. Do you see this? It's a little fuller. Yeah. It's a little bit better. Yeah. Look yeah. It. It's not the same. It's embarrassing. Yeah. You need some, uh, do they have a, you know what turf truth doesn't have though? I'll tell you that right here. <laughs> One, I got a smoking hot wife and I got a chest full of damn some bitching fuzz right here. How about them apples? Come and get it, Turk. Yeah. Pure Mississippi I'm cotton right there. Please don't. Pure please Mississippi don't. cotton. Hey, don't my let, me, let me tell you what, boys. This has been fun. The, 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 uh, the we'll have to do a Friday one every now and again just so we can all get really torched instead of just moderately torched. J-Pink, let's cue the mailbag here before we get going. Um, yeah. uh, John, John Ware's turf truth. <laughs> John Ware's turf truth. That is comment of the night right there. Uh, yeah, all right. I, I, made, a, I made a comment. To, I made a comment to somebody that I think this week that what, how, how many turf truth videos? There's been four two or, or three, three something like that. Three, and it's been it's three videos that uh, three for three on videos that I wouldn't have watched anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that was the sickest burn of the night all right let's go um wow so this first one's from adam he's in indiana and he's curious about what to do with his lawn going into winter he did a uh reno this fall in the backyard 100 percent kentucky blue uh his front yard he overseeded with uh tall fescue he has three quick questions he wants to know how long he should wait to reseed the bare spots with his Kentucky blue this year. Uh, he wants to, he didn't give an analysis or pounds on the ground kind of thing, yeah. but he said he threw down starter furt two weeks ago. Everything is germinated. He wants to know if he should furt again. And then his final question is what height should he wait to cut the Kentucky blue or fescue? Oh boy, man. There's a lot going on here. So yeah, uh, a lot to unpack. Okay, uh, so fast. You have to give uh, your answer in a in a sentence on each question. That's all you get. Uh, how long should I wait say? to reseed the bare spots of Kentucky bluegrass? Yes, I would wait until the end of October. If I threw far, starter fur down two weeks ago and everything is germinated, should I fur it again? Yes, wait another two to three more weeks and fertilize it one more time. Probably not with starter fertilizer unless your soil test indicates that you have a need for phosphorus. What height should I wait to cut the Kentucky bluegrass or the turf type tall fescue? I would wait until you're somewhere between three and four inches and make your first cut. There you go. Praise yeah, Lord, passing I, ammunition. I, I, I was I was going to go even less. I was going to say don't uh, seed any of the bare spots. Just grow it in in the spring. I mean, it's a it's a it's oh a, dormancy, it's a dormancy, grower. dog. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not a Kentucky bluegrass guy, so I really shouldn't give any input anyway. So there you go. Listen to Demay, not me. Don't be like the, the other guy on Friday night that gives out bad advice about cool season. Even though you know Listen, anything about what it. you should do is balance your oh. calcium to magnesium, sprinkle in your potassium, <laughs> make sure your hydrogen isn't too bad. 
<laughs> and then call yourself William Albrecht, and you're good. This is <laughs> this is going moving right along way too far. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Larceny, for sponsoring tonight. Can, can we bleep that? Somebody bleep that. Pineapple we'll, juice. We'll figure it out later. Are we we'll on figure delay? It out later. Pineapple juice. <laughs> we'll just we'll cut the whole thing. Pineapple it's juice. Fine. All right. Um, What's your next one? Uh, Frank lives in the Midwest. He's got tall fescue, and he wants to know before the first frost or snow, what fertilizer would be best uh, for the last application of the year. Um, Is it Midwest? Yes. And then he Probably also wants to know. Maybe okay. urea. Uh, any, just straight that. Any P, any K? No. Oh. Just nitrogen. Put it down. Call it good. Good night. Uh, do, how heavy would you go? Mm, half a pound. Sure. Half a of pound in, of nitrogen? Of, of actual in, yeah. Actual in. And then his last question is, um, what recommendation to spray or do to help with winter fungus snow mold and when to apply it? That is Ooh. outside of my area of expertise, and I will defer to everyone else because I don't know, never had to deal with it. Easy button. Easy button. Turf truth, don't castrate me for this. Just go out with propiconazole by itself. Yeah. Not things I would do, but I'll, I'll recommend them just because you want to be easy. Uh, go out at one and a half to two fluid ounces per thousand square feet. And if you're in the Midwest, let's just give you a ballpark timing of Thanksgiving to the, about the week after. There you go. Perfect. All right. Uh, last one. And I'm going to throw this soil test up here real quick. Oh, while shit. I read this, um, this soil test just came back on Holy Thursday. <laughs> what? 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 John, where? Go what? fuck yourself. Have you lost your mind? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what is going on? By, by the by, by estate. I don't need you one that big. Cocksucker, motherfucker. <laughs> fuck the monetization on this video, you piece of shit. You motherfucker. Uh, I tell you what. God, I almost dropped a GD right there, and I'm trying not to do this. Uh, <laughs> be good, Matt. Be good. Stop it. Where? Go. Go. Yeah. You drank too many of them damn bush lights. I'm still on my first one. Oh, he he it man. was all it was all that tail he saw at the Did LPGA you hear the, the perfectly holy shit time there that came <laughs> in with it? That was so clutch. Holy <laughs> shit. I thought he messed up on the decimal point. Yeah, I thought it was a typo. <laughs> Google's gonna take half of that. I'm refunding that to you, where you asshole, no. you son of a bitch. No, that's, that's, you no. son of a bitch. No. Uh, all right, well, while ass. Matt tries right, the, to what? uh calm down over there. Um <laughs> Listen, this... I'm done with the glass. I'm going straight to the bottle. Wait. And I'm going straight. Uh... <laughs> oh so my goodness. <laughs> so mad at you where I can't stand it. I'm free. All right, what do we got? What what's the question here? Um okay, so this soil test came back about? on Thursday and uh this guy lives in Tennessee here. Um he so oh he's concerned. Uh, he said everything looks good except for pH and zinc. His 2020 test uh, showed 7 pH, and this year it's up to 7.2. He didn't add lime in the last few years. He was curious uh, if 
if the so-called free compost that he got from his county was full of trash and, and glass, uh, is that what could have caused the high zinc? <laughs> yes. He, yes. He yes. He wants to know what's the best way to lower his zinc level. Um, it's not that high. Uh, that that's not a crazy zinc number. Yeah. Um, nothing out on this that's like. The only thing I would do to this yard, and this is no lie, the only approach I would take to it is purely ammonium sulfate is the yep. only thing I would apply. Yep. And that's it. That's all I would do. Like how, uh, the supply in, calcium, and mag, calcium and magnesium, though, is my goodness. Listen here, you Actually, bitch. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what you're doing. That is tricky. Listen, <laughs> I am not... And this this goes back. So I've got some friends of mine that are totally into balancing the 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 cow to mag ratio, and and these guys are great turf managers. What's up, Chris Elms? Whenever whenever we talk about balancing cow to mag, I always think of Chris Elms, and and this is it. And we will always disagree on this. We will agree to disagree, and that's how it is. I am not a BCSR guy. Some people are, and it's okay. It's okay. Actually, this is a great cow to mag ratio yes. anyway. It is. He's going to be just it's, fine. Uh, He's going to be just fine. I just apply a volume sulfate collect good. Yeah. And I'd make another note. If you're worried about zinc becoming an issue, keep your soil pH at or near 7. Do not deliberately lower it. Because you know what raised lower... it? Sorry, right. Sorry, keep going. Because if you have high metal levels, your best friend is actually a slightly higher pH because at that slightly higher pH, your metals are less available. And the only problem I could potentially see from high zinc is it interfering with copper, iron, and manganese. So... This is not a lawn, for example, where I deliberately go out with uh, some more zinc sulfate, for example. I'd focus more on making sure the lawn has enough iron, making sure the lawn has enough manganese, and otherwise uh, not uh, you know, doing anything weird. <laughs> not doing anything weird, and this is also a lawn where I actually would not deliberately lower the pH any further. Fun fact, fun fact I will say is that, and I don't know if this is, uh, this is Ron Moody, is that right, Jay Pink? Yeah. Ron Moody is an East Tennessee guy. We just met him. The nicest guy in the entire world. And you want to talk about old heads? Like, this guy is an old head who's seen it, done it, lived it, lived to tell the tale kind of sort of guy. What I have noticed coming out of the water reports here locally where I live, which I live in uh, northwest Knoxville, uh, Carnes, Powell area. I'm on Hallsdale Powell water. Our pH of our water has been rising over the last three years. I'll put it that way. Where now... Pretty much everything that I'm testing is so I, I've got hydroponics growing in here. I don't I don't do any cannabis, but I do do uh, I do everything from lettuce, you know, various different lettuces, prillilies. My wife's from Japan. We grow uh, 
uh, the Japanese equivalent of a perilla leaf, whatever that is. Uh, and shiso, shiso is what it is. You know, green onions, that types of things. I grow it all hydroponically. I always test the pH of the water when I refill my my tanks with uh, with a fertilizer load. And it's always coming in now at a seven six seven eight, which is significantly higher than it was when I first moved here. Um, before it was you know six eight, somewhere around there seven, and now we're up almost a full point on the pH spectrum. I don't know why, but it is. I do. I'm curious. What's that? What's that, Ray? What's up is that uh, there's no attention paid to water pH and water quality, you know, as far as the municipal water supplies because of what happened in Flint, Michigan. Mm. Because when you have 6.8 pH, that's actually the point where excessive copper, zinc, and lead can leach into the water from the pipes. Because you need that high pH to keep the metals insoluble in the water makes perfect sense perfect sense um and, and so for him to have his soil ph climb that way um it makes me think it's coming from his water too uh so i don't know kind of interesting there but i would only run ammonium sulfate call it good and be done with it i don't think your metals are that high that it's going to cause any problems uh your manganese is high your iron is high but I don't think running ammonium sulfate is going to cause any toxicity issues in the short term, really, or long term with just ammonium sulfate. No, hardly, hardly. And you know, when you have this much organic matter, the organic matter is probably going to bind to a lot of the metal as well. So it's going to further take it out of the soil solution. So this is really the soil that's uh, totally easy button. Ammonium sulfate as needed for nitrogen, and you don't need to do much else. There it is. We got anything else, Jay Pink? That's the last of the mailbag. All right. We are going to wind this up. Members, head on over to Dirty Deeds on the private Discord. Members only. We're going to go to the show after the show where we're going to have a little bit of fun. If you're not into into hearing, you know, people use bad words, that kinds of things, then you're probably not going to be interested in it. And that's okay. Totally. 100%. You don't have to be into that kind of thing. If you're into that kind of thing, you want to hear more of a comedic approach. That's what we'll be doing. You got to become a member, buy us an airport beer, and we'll be uh, your host for the remaining next section of the show after the show. Gentlemen, thank you so much. John Ware, thelawnforum.com, a pioneer a pioneer of the lawn care industry, whether he wanted to be or not. Uh, and certainly one of my favorite people on this planet. Thank you so much for being our guest. We'll see y'all on the next one.